Hello, my name is Tina Harrigan-James and I am the co-founder of a company called Careers Collective, which has been engaging with your child at school. Both myself and my co-founder, Sally Everest, have decades of experience leading and working in the education and career sectors, and we adopt a coaching and teaching approach to our work as Careers Collective, which we refer to as career development from the inside out. We do not offer advice and guidance. Our focus instead is supporting the process of career development. We define this as a lifelong process of self-reflection and conversation with experts, including coaches, teachers and mentors, and those who know you best. A career is the way you choose to share your knowledge, skills, talents and expertise with the world. The people who know us best, usually our parents, relatives and friends, can sometimes feel frustrated at their lack of knowledge about the subject of careers. Sometimes our references are out of date and we aren't sure what current recruitment practices are or how to identify growth sectors. At Careers Collective, we aim to engage with anyone who has found themselves in a position of supporting another person with their career development, but is perhaps feeling a little lost. We approach career supporters, including parents, from the perspective gained on our own parenting journeys, as well as the insight I bring as a former head of sixth form and the knowledge we've both built from our work across the career sector. We also draw on our network for additional context and detail. In order to empower parents to engage effectively in your child's career development, we create podcasts which cover the knowledge and learning that your child will experience in one of our workshops or presentations, which we deliver at their school virtually at the moment. We also have a dedicated supporters page on our website where you'll find additional information. We do offer coaching for you or your child to support you to work through the decision-making process, for example. We recently delivered a coaching style presentation to your child called What Next For Me? You may have attended that pre presentation personally as we do suggest that schools invite parents to, and try and hold the event in the evening when you're more likely to be available. If you have attended, this podcast will serve as a reminder of the key concepts we covered and the learning journey we went on as a group. If you didn't, this podcast will provide you with a summary so that you understand the career development work that your child has done with us. Our approach to career development at Careers Collective is to start from the inside and work out, rather than looking at the outside, such as the options and pathways, and, and working backwards with young people to make a decision. We can do this because we have a coaching and teaching approach, and we start from the perspective of needing to learn more about ourselves before we can consider the choices in front of us. That way, we're less likely to make a poor decision that we regret. So our presentation starts with the key question, who am I? We know that it's common in careers conversations to ask, what do you want to do? Or even, what do you want to be? Often followed by, when you grow up, which is our pet hate, really. To answer the question, who am I? We ask students to look back over the kinds of career activities they've already completed, such as work experience or creating a personal brand, completing applications, taking on any voluntary or charity work, having a part-time job or taking on any kind of leadership role. And the question we ask is, what have the students learned about themselves as a result of engaging in these activities? If they haven't had the opportunity to reflect previously, we get that process started in the presentation and um, we've provided further opportunity in the follow-up activities pack that we sent to the school. So do continue this conversation at home if you can and help your child record the learning about themselves that they've gained from the experiences that they've had. For example, even the most negative or inappropriate work experience placement will teach us something about ourselves, even if it's only what we dislike or won't put up with. 
Every experience we have is an opportunity for us to learn a bit more about ourselves. And this builds up a skill called intrapersonal, which is mentioned very little um, and is underrated, but it's an extremely useful and powerful skill to have, which can make a huge difference to how we experience life. Once we've looked back, we can look forward to possible future lifestyles. So in the presentation, we encourage students to consider different visions of the future and ask them to consider which ones they're drawn to or or sort of recoil away from and why. Although our ideal future lifestyle may change as we grow older, having an understanding of whether we want expensive gadgets and a home in the California sunshine will help with the career decision-making process. So setting up a business as an artisan baker is not necessarily going to make you the kind of money you need to enjoy the technologically driven lifestyle of Silicon Valley, for example. It's also helpful to think about whether the lifestyle is the goal and the job needs to fit it, or whether the career is the goal and the lifestyle comes with it. We show a surfer image to represent that because it's unusual to work in the surfing industry and live in the city. We completed some theory work during the presentation, looking at our definition of career development, which I shared with you at the beginning of the podcast. We break it down so that students really understand and appreciate what it entails. And we introduce our seven stages of career development model so that everyone's clear that our lives don't have three stages, that old fashioned view of study, then work and then retire. A career journey is about so much more than that. It involves plenty of redirection, reinvention and review. And if we know that these will be elements in our career journey, we can prepare for them. As adults, we know that our working life can be disrupted by a huge number of predictable and unexpected events, whether it's pregnancy, redundancy, a serious personal illness, or as we've all experienced recently, a pandemic. We have to approach a career with an understanding that many of these events will absolutely occur. I've experienced all of the above, for example. If we imagine everything will be plain sailing, we're less likely to have built up the resilience or the strategies to cope when things do change or go wrong. So we have a a PDF at Careers Collective which details the seven stages and that's available on our website. So as parents, talking to our children about career challenges that we faced and how we coped and, and recovered from them, especially when it was tough, can really help support their resilience and help them to see that redundancies, for example, are survivable. Something that probably concerns us as parents more than most is the subject of influence. We're often worried about what or who is influencing our children and whether those sources of influence are positive or negative. Influence comes in many forms and includes those closest to us as well as more veiled sources such as marketing and social media. So we do spend some time during the presentation considering the subject of influence and we describe two types. The one that happens without us recognising it, which is sometimes deliberately subtle and sometimes actually underhand and the one that we actually seek out for example when we ask someone their opinion about something. So in the presentation we talk about how influence works so if we're making a decision we'll often seek out someone we trust to offer their view but we can tend to choose people we know will tell us what we want to hear so creating our own personal echo chamber if you like. We encourage students to gather a set of balanced views from a range of people, including experts on the subject, to really help them make the right decision and to question why they naturally go to a particular person for advice. We also talk about becoming more aware of where unsolicited influences are coming from. What's our diet of influence and how does that impact on our worldview? 
So understanding how influence works and how we personally respond to it can really support a better decision-making process. Helping your child to identify who and where to go to when they're looking for influence might be very useful. Although we like our children to come to us when they're having problems, we do need to direct them elsewhere as well. Of course, we have to also discuss mindset when we look at key moments of transition and the decision-making process. Preparing for a significant transition can be a vulnerable time for anyone. Even those of us who feel confident and in control can wobble and doubt ourselves during a career transition. So your child will have received our What Next For Me presentation because they're approaching one of those key career transitions, possibly from sixth form to a post-18 setting or from key stage four to five. Having a positive mindset is obviously going to make a huge difference to how that transition is experienced. There are many different labels for a range of mindsets and we use one inspired by permaculture theory which relates essentially to creating harmony between ourselves and the planet. This is something that many young people are interested in and concerned about so it's an appropriate framework and one we also sign up to. We go through the different mindsets including one called abundance thinking which put simply means being grateful for what we have. I, I don't know about you, but this has always been a favourite phrase of my dad's and was used whenever I felt down on myself or my lot in life. And he still wakes up every morning now at the age of 75 feeling excited, as he puts it, to still be here. So he's an excellent example of the abundant mindset. And this is the mindset of, look at how lucky I am, or I might be poor, but at least I have my health, or it's only rain and that won't hurt you, and so on. Another mindset that we like is solutions thinking, which is identifying and acting on a solution rather than waiting for someone else to come up with something. And this is very much an underpinning principle of coaching. You, you have the ability to identify and manifest your own solutions. Yes, you may need help from others, but you can find the answers that work for you. So our advice to anyone supporting a young person with their career development is to think about mindset and perhaps how we can model a healthy mindset so that we emphasise the benefits of reacting constructively and positively to situations. So having some mantras like the ones my dad uses can be a powerful tool. Having the right mindset can also support personal leadership and we, we spend a bit of time on this at the end of the presentation. We use the popular coaching concept of above and below the line to describe personal leadership. So above the line refers to a positive state of being where we take responsibility for our own actions, we're accountable, we take action, we feel empowered to make choices. Um, then being in a below the line state means we blame others or circumstances for the things that happen to us. We make excuses. We're in denial. We seem to be in a reactive rather than a proactive state. And what we say to students is that we're all capable of existing above and below the line when it comes to personal leadership. And we highlight this with a seesaw image. It's it's easy to stay above the line when things are going well in our lives, but it's harder when we're at a disadvantage and perhaps don't feel we're being supported. And it's harder when we're feeling fragile. And that happens a lot during the teenage years when so much is changing and there's so much pressure and we have so many decisions to make. So using phrases like personal leadership and taking responsibility for yourself are likely to be very familiar to parents. But we hope that your child, having experienced our presentation, will start to perhaps own those phrases for themselves and start to be able to talk about personal leadership with you and recognise when they're behaving above and below the line. 
So I've summarized some of the key concepts that we've gone through in that presentation and, and giving you a few ideas of the way that you can continue and extend that learning with your child. So we've come to the end of this podcast and thank you so much for listening. Um, just a quick reminder that our website is at www.careerscollective.org and our email address is chat at careerscollective.org. So if you'd like to ask us any questions about the work we do to support adults, such as career changes or returners, or to arrange coaching, or to ask us more questions about how we can support young people, please just get in touch with us. Take care, all the best. Thank you.